Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Yes, hello there. Good evening. Welcome, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you are. Macho man or macho men. Tonight's recommended snack, ladies and gentlemen. Nachos for the machos. Tonight's recommended drink. Mucho syrup red wine, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Oh, we're going to be so busy. So busy today. We're going to be working like an undocumented maid in a rich white person's house in Hollywood. Thank you for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely night. I certainly did. In fact, I had a very interesting night, but we'll get into all of that. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, well, that's okay too. I understand. Because just like yesterday's conversation about the cringiness of Patriot songs at rallies, I know that a lot of you are secret fans. <laughs> I know I know that there's potentially billions of fans out there who listen but don't say anything because they don't want to be shamed. They don't want to be shamed into the dark corners of the world for expressing their appreciation of this macho, very macho, manly program. So I appreciate you, the silent majority. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, I appreciate the people in the chat who are happy to be here in the chat. Fucking brave bigot, fucking Medica, 17 and a half thousand live. Mr. Medica is an absolute fucking genius. So I, I'm not going to try to compete with that fucking guy. <laughs> He's excellent. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, please share the show out or head over to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about how macho you are, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Ladies and gentlemen, as I pointed out, so much to get through. So much to get through and so little time. We're going to check in on the latest with the coronavirus which is always fun. We haven't done that for about a week. We were covering it pretty closely a couple of weeks ago. And then I just decided to let it lie for a while and let the body bags pile up so then we can revisit it. Revisit the governments around the world and their inadequate responses to this uh, impending viral outbreak. So we'll check that out. JJ Stoner. I'll see you in hell. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the follow. Follow JJ Stoner, by the way. JJ Stoner streams on DLive, DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. It's chill. It's calm. It's cool. It's collected. It's high as fuck. You'll love it. You will absolutely love it. So much to get through. Uh, we are going to check in on our preferred candidate for the 2020 presidential election, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the diamond, JJ Stoner. Thank you so much. We are going to check in on our preferred candidate for the 2020 presidential election tonight as well, ladies and gentlemen, that being John McAfee. Uh, we set a few ripples through Starship McAfee last night when we talked about Vermin Supreme 
he's what I think is his main rival on the libertarian ticket. So we will do the right thing. We'll go back. We'll go back for John to John McAfee for a response today and see what the fuck John's been up to over the last week. Irrational Times in the chat on YouTube. Follow Irrational Times, ladies and gentlemen. He's been back from a long layaway. It's good to have him back. So much to get through. Before we get to anything, though, I have to bring this up. This is very important. People who watched the show yesterday will know why this is important. Let me just get the appropriate backdrop playing here. There we go. All right. So as you know, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, we spoke about the inherent cringiness of the patriotic songs that get played as Donald Trump walks out pre-rally. Proud to be in the naked The cliched rock songs. I did say, I did preface that by saying, look, I don't hate you. I don't hate your country. I just hate fucking cliches in music. I can't stand them. It's like nails running down a chalkboard. So I decided, God damn it, I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> so if you could, ladies and gentlemen, I'll put a link to this in the chat. We started a petition. Make Donald Trump change his rally entrance music from Patriot songs to Macho Man. Now, unfortunately, at this stage, only six people have signed. Like, we're not going to change the world with six people, guys. I need you. We need everybody on board for this. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Donald Trump should change his rally entrance music to Macho Man by the Village People instead of cliched patriot songs he plays now. Homosexual men dancing in costumes is a far more accurate representation of modern America than toxic patriotism expressed through tired, well-worn rock and roll formulas. Where do you sign up? Let me put the, let me put the link in the chat for you right now. There you go. <laughs> so get over there. If you're a real patriot... You will sign this petition because we're trying to help here. We're trying to make the the campaign rallies less cringy. And like I said yesterday, so many people have spoken to me in private. They've reached out in private and said, look, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Those, those songs are cringy as fuck. I don't like them. But they're afraid to say so publicly. They're afraid. Because they know if they say so publicly, so many people are going to accuse them of being anti-American, anti-patriotic. They're going to say, you don't understand. How dare you? How dare you, you disgusting person? This is the, this is the kind of social pressure that fans of Macho Man have to deal with every day. Boog, America isn't gay night, dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> I had to I had to post the uh, the petition under a particular uh, subheading, right? I had to post it under uh, under a particular column, so I went with LGBTQ rights because LGBTQ is right, and I couldn't agree with me more on that one. So, 
if you believe in this movement, if you believe in this, then please head over, sign the petition. Let's get this ball rolling. If you believe Donald Trump listens to you, if you are sick and tired of being shamed into a, into lying about how much you love patriotic songs, even though deep down you fucking hate them because they're cringe and cliched as fuck, then sign this petition. <laughs> so I, w- I was getting some responses on Twitter. Um, someone got uh, someone got in touch with me. Uh, he it was it was speaking of cliched and fuck. He had an American flag as his avatar with an eagle on it. So I'm like, wow. I've, Pretty, I, could, I can pretty much guess where this is going. And he said something to the effect of, uh, Dis- disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> he said, disgusting, tasteless. You are tone deaf to American patriotism. See, this is the kind of shit I'm talking about. So I would just like to say to Mr. Uh, Eagle Flag, this is, you, guys like you are the exact reason why I do things like this. Because I can guarantee you, Mr. Eagle Flag spends the rest of his time on Twitter going around, I'm just I'm just out here triggering the snowflakes, triggering the libtards. You know, those gosh darn libtards, they just get so damn triggered. They're so offended by things. Fuck them. Everything's so offensive. Ha, 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 ha. So there he is, Brickheart. Thank you very much for joining us. So Brickheart, you would go around on Twitter triggering snowflakes, triggering the libtards because you're a patriot and I'm tone deaf. I'm disgusting, awful, tasteless, disgusting. <laughs> you're the reason, you, guys like you are the reason that I do stuff like this because you can put up a petition sarcastic with, shall we, shall we change it to macho man? Oh, oh, you don't get it. You don't understand. So thank you so much for participating. Thank you for playing. Somebody else got in touch and said, uh, no, you don't understand. This song was written after 9-11. That's why it's good. That's why it's important. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm terribly sorry that so many people had to die to make such a terrible fucking song. I'm sorry. Seems like a, a, a terrible thing to be sacrificed for. But then we found out that it's not even a song about 9-11. Yeah, and a foreigner. How dare you? Then we find out it's not even a song about 9-11. It was actually written in like 1980-something. So it's repurposed. It was refitted. It was a repurposed patriotic song from years. It's like Candle in the Wind. Elton John repurposed Candle in the Wind for Diana. He couldn't even be bothered writing a brand new song about it. So we just went with an old song and changed a couple of words here and there. Bang, bang brand, new, brand new song. Thank you. Released after 9-11. Watch those checks come rolling in. Proud to be an American, but I'm afraid to say I hate the cliches in rock and roll. While other people masturbate to their American flags and bald eagles. Melting libtard snowflakes. I love it. So, real patriots, ladies and gentlemen, sign the petition. Macho America great again. <laughs> Trying to help here. Trying to help. You're not going to get the kids in with, you know, patriotic songs about flags and anthems and shit. Kids don't care about that stuff. You'll, you've got more chance of getting the kids in 
with disco music that was released three and a half to four decades ago. That's that's the plan. You can't help but dance. And let's be honest here, everybody saw the footage out of the rally yesterday out of India where they were playing Macho Man. Everybody was up dancing. Everyone was having a great time. So I'll put it to you, 1.4 billion Indian people can't be wrong. They cannot be wrong. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for playing. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you on this edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Super Tramp. See, now we're getting, now we're rolling. Bit of Super Tramp. How about the sticks? <laughs> Anything. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, why censored in the chat, Kimmy? It's a fight against low T soy boys. How's that bad for America? I agree. And what is more manly than being a homosexual man? dressing up like a cop, a biker, an Indian, or a cowboy, or a construction worker, and dancing around on stage. Wouldn't we want that introduction to a presidential rally? I know I would. So, like I said, couldn't agree with me more on that. <clears throat> Let's get into it, shall we? Thank you for joining us on The Daily Boogie. This was very interesting. This happened, this is a bit of local news for you, down under. Baboons captured after running loose in Sydney's inner west. It was a chimp out in Sydney. A male baboon on his way to a vasectomy. <laughs> this is bizarre. A male baboon, like on his way, like he was driving himself there and then had second thoughts. Well, I don't, you know, what if I want to have more kids one day? What if I want to have more little monkey babies? A male baboon on his way to a vasectomy managed to escape his transport with his two female companions and run amok on the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital campus on Tuesday afternoon. New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard said the trio of baboons... Oh, he's a player, this guy. He's a player. He's got two monkey monkey slots. To our breaking news stable. story now, and we have the most bizarre story for you. It's unfolding in the inner west as we go to air. Police have called in animal catchers to wrangle a troop of baboons seen running from a hospital in Camperdown. These pictures have just landed in the newsroom showing the baboons on the loose. Baboons on the loose. <laughs> near the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital. It's believed the baboons escaped a medical research facility. Handlers from Tarong... Wow. A medical research facility. The baboons are fighting back. The zoo have managed to catch them. This has happened just a short time ago. There you go. And will deliver them back to where they belong. Oh, come on. Come on. If a male baboon escapes from a research facility with two of his female companions, can't you? wouldn't you just say, you know what, man? You've earned your freedom. Go out there and fuck your brains out. We're not going to vasectomize this patriotic baboon who's probably a big fan of Macho Man. We're not going to do that to him. Uh, New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard said the trio of baboons were arriving at the facility when the lock on their vehicle door failed. Last I heard, they had a good look around the precinct and ended up in the car park where they were behaving far better than what we'd expect of baboons. I really wish they had have been behaving badly. I really wish it had have been, you know, shitting in your hand and throwing it at people, jumping on people, clawing people's eyes out, <laughs> having having sex on rooftops. That That's the kind of baboon behaviour that I want to see when baboons escape and are on the loose. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be. They were too well behaved. Video shows several baboons running beside parked cars as people watch in shock on Tuesday afternoon. So let's go to 
brain dead vacuous shallow morning television here in Australia to see to get the real news about the escape baboons the chimp out I can't believe I'm saying this, but a trio of baboons on, on the loose in Sydney has <laughs> shut down one of uh, its busiest hospitals. Three baboons shut down one of Sydney's busiest hospitals. You yeah. heard that right. Today, Sydney reporter Gabrielle Boyle is at Royal Prince Alfred Hospital. Gabby, what the? Yes. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I think this is the story of the year, if not the story of my entire career. This is an absolute cracker, this one. It's a bit... Slow career, <laughs> slow news year. Three baboons running around. This is the biggest fucking story of my life. Please send me to the scene of the escaped baboons. Please send me to the street where the baboons were running around yesterday. I have to have this story. I must have this story. Please, Mr. Editor, send me out there. This could be my big break. This could be my moment. This is the biggest story of my fucking life, man. <laughs> Okay. Well, seeing as nobody else has asked for this, okay. Now you treat this with respect. This could be your big break. Okay. Bit of a mix of The Great Escape, a bit of David Atten. Are they raping and looting amateurs? Exactly. And probably a little bit of Anchorman to boot. Uh, yesterday afternoon, three baboons that were on their way here to Royal Prince Alfred Hospital have somehow managed to escape their cage and run three free throughout the grounds and they have sent the hospital into lockdown. You know what we need for this? Yeah, again, see, this is why we need Macho Man as the president's intro music, because it sets the tone. Music is the backdrop of our lives, ladies and gentlemen. That's better. Now we're getting somewhere. In fact, they had to call in the police and workers from Taronga Zoo to try and capture these three rascals. They eventually did Those that. Those little rascal baboons. Them. Take a listen to one witness who called into Ben's Ben Fordham's talkback show yesterday afternoon describing what he could see from the window. Hang on, you've looked out the window from the sixth floor. Yeah. And you've seen... Three baboons. Baboons? <laughs> yeah, baboons. I'm dead set serious. They even had shiny red bottoms. They what even had doing? shiny red Running bottoms. in the car park. Really? What would baboons yeah. be doing in the car park there? I, mate, I dead set, I had a coffee about an hour ago, and I thought, what are they putting in coffee? I looked, and then even the nurses here were going, my God. Who do you think of? I want to be just like you. Guys, the story gets even better, if you can believe it. Uh, the three baboons were heading here because the male baboon needed to get a vasectomy. An ape like me his two wives to can learn to be human too. Hey! The story of the day. The theory behind the escape, the male primate fleeing a scheduled vasectomy along with his two wives, as you just heard. Two wives. Michael Mason witnessed the whole... Or so he's a Mormon baboon, we've established that. ...ordeal. And he joins us now, Michael. So now we go to the, the lie... <laughs> We need to get a witness, eyewitness report on the baboons running around a car park. Talk us through exactly what you saw. Like, talk, talk us through it. <laughs> so where were you? What were you doing? How were you feeling? What, what was the first thought that ran through your mind when you saw the baboons? What did you think about the baboons? What did the baboons do? Were you afraid of the baboons? Tell us about the baboons. Hey, Carl. <laughs> yeah, Carl, how you going? Um, hey, yeah. 
Hey, he's gone. <laughs> and, uh, in that RPA there, five floors up, and just happened to glaze, gaze out in front of the um, car park there, and I thought it was a dog at first. And then um, all of a sudden I said to the wife, she was beside me, there's monkeys in the car park, and she looked at me very strangely. <laughs> Well, honey, somebody should call security then. <laughs> yes. And, um... There's monkeys know, in the car park, no. Running down the car park. So, I mean, what was the reaction from, you know, from yourself, your wife and... Honey, Dal, look out the window. There's monkeys in the car park. They better not touch my camera. And those around <laughs> you. Well, it was bizarre. I, I listened to... Um, ben again yesterday and in my interview because I was really worried because really worried. they are fairly dangerous and people mm. taking videos of them and stuff like that and mm. I thought should I ring the police and then I thought no I'll ring Ben because you'll get it out there <laughs> should, should I ring the police nah nah I'll, I'll ring the radio station <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really worried there for a moment and so I thought you know these these monkeys are pretty pretty dangerous uh, should I should I call the police or nah nah fuck that I'll ring the radio station instead. He's thinking, more reliable. Who owns it? Where did they come from? All that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah that's that's right, Cole. So so yeah, so that's that's what I was sort of thinking. And then um, the nurses come over and well and the, as well, and they said, oh my god. And then um, we sort of followed them around. We went up the court hallway, and it was quite funny watching the reaction of all the people because we're four five floors up and we couldn't see or hear anything. Yeah. I couldn't hear anything, but we could see everything. It was like watching a, like a caught on camera type scenario. I tell you what, I mean, I, I, I was listening to Ben's show yesterday and I thought maybe, maybe you're just a little bit yeah. too medicated. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and maybe... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Maybe you've had too much... Uh... Maybe you had too much of the good stuff, mate. Uh, maybe yeah, everyone... Yeah, and I, I'm hearing you. And I could yeah. almost sense in Ben's voice that everyone was a little bit medic. Andrew Jackson's Tate in the chat says, I saw monkeys in the car park open for Slayer back in 2003. Great show. <laughs> Katie? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. But it That's was exactly true. Right. And, and then I guess you have thoughts of what, are the, what on yeah. earth are these things doing at a hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I couldn't believe my own eyes. It's one of those things where you go, is that for real? Is and that then, for real? Yeah. The funniest thing was, Ben, I said to the wife, I said, um, they're baboons. And she goes, no, they're monkeys. And I said, no, they've got red bottoms. And she goes, no, they're red nappies. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Baboons on the loose. Uh, thank you for joining us, Andrew Jackson's Taint. You just reminded me of something. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that Andrew Jackson sent this clip through. I don't know if he wants me. I don't know if Andrew Jackson wants me to say that he sent me this clip. But So just in case he doesn't want me to say that he sent me this clip, uh, I got this clip from somebody. I'm not going to mention their name. So Andrew Jackson sent me. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so this is perfect because this is going to follow on the back of our discussion about Macho Man. And again, uh, let me just post that link in the chat for you. If you want the president to walk out to Macho Man instead of cringy, shitty, patriotic songs that use all of the rock and roll patriot cliches that have ever been known to man, if you hate cliches, then sign this petition. If you're a real patriot and you want homosexual men in costumes to introduce the president instead of cliched patriot, toxic patriotism, then please, by all means, sign the petition to make Donald Trump walk out to Macho Man instead of insert cliched patriot song here. So 
on the back of that, these are the kind of people that I'm talking about. This is the reason why we do this stuff on this program. For the types who like to talk about, oh, we, we're triggering the snowflakes. We're out there. We've got to trigger those snowflakes, those libtards. They get offended by everything. Who then start kvetching and falling into a heap when somebody puts out a satirical petition. You don't understand. What about 9-11? <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to this woman. If you don't know who this person is, you're about to find out. This woman is Donald Trump's spiritual advisor. Spiritual advisor, okay? Now, here I was thinking that only, you know, the mad mullahs of Iran, for example, would have spiritual advisors. Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, I don't know what her name is. Ayatollah Paula White, perhaps? So this... (laughs) This is Donald Trump's spiritual advisor and nothing against Christianity, but I, 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 you know what? Maybe I should just play this. I'll take toxic Patriot music for 500, please. Thank you, Becca. <laughs> like I said, it's not for everyone. Only the real Patriots are going to support Macho Man. <laughs> if you don't support this Macho Man petition, you're not a real Patriot. Of course. So this is Donald Trump's spiritual advisor. Maybe I should just let this play. Maybe I should just let this roll and see what you think. And I want you to keep this in mind when you see things like the Macho Man petition. Now you'll understand where I'm coming from. Now you'll understand why I'm, you know, and I don't care who agrees with me or not. I don't care. I'm done with the SJWs in red hats. The people who define themselves as being against the SJWs and the offenderati who, if they weren't wearing a red hat, would be essentially fucking identical to them in the way they behave. Marauding outrage mobs on Twitter, calling for cancellations and shutdowns and whatnot. You are the exact same cancer. So keep that in mind when you see this. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, ladies and gentlemen. You in prayer for our president, Donald Trump. Damn. I'm feeling the spirit. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm on speaking tongues. Here it comes. Ah, ta 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 ta. Miss Neil, did you think of my own man? Look at, look at, nom 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 nom. She's actually got some good form. Who put the bop in the bop she bop she bop? Who put the ram in the ramadama ding dong? Oh wait, she's not singing. Oh, she's speaking in tongues. Ah. This is perfectly normal, by the way. This is very sane. Prayer for our president. Donald pray for Trump. our president. Just pray for our president. I just want you to pray for our president. You got to pray for our president. He saved us. Jesus sent us. Jesus sent our president to save us. Damn. I'm feeling the spirit. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm on speaking tongues. Here it comes. Chitty chitty bang bang. Chitty chitty bang bang. We love you. Blue, 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 red, 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 red,
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the president's spiritual advisor. How many of you knew that? How many of you knew that <laughs> Andrew Jackson? I'm pretty sure she's Q. <laughs> Excellent. That is dubbed over to make her look more stupid than she does on her own. You th- that's not dubbed over. Here it comes. Nah, that's not dubbed over. You can even tell when she puts her mouth closer to the microphone that the volume increases by like 5 10% if you're listening carefully on a good set of cans. So I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, if you're a conservative and a Christian and like this, you're in this realm here, what this woman's in, you make it far more difficult for other people to recruit young people to uh, believe that Christianity or conservatism is the right way to go. You make it far more difficult. You make it nigh on impossible. If you act like the the triggered libtard snowflakes and run around doing videos like I'm speaking in tongues, pray for the president, you're the problem. <laughs> you're part of the reason why younger people think that, uh, you know, conservatism is not cool enough. People like you. I don't know what to tell you. You, you believe that you are on a righteous mission from God and you might well be. But that doesn't mean that people have to agree with you. And so shit like this, shit like this is why, you know, the so-called libtards have such an easy time recruiting younger people to their cause instead of yours. Because you, my dear, are batshit fucking insane. <laughs> you are crazy. Mad as a cut snake. Mad as a woman. What, what, what do they say? Something like a mad woman's breakfast. I don't know. You're going off like a frog in a sock. Going off the back, we're going to jump around a little bit today. I've got one more story and then we're going to get into John McAfee, ladies and gentlemen. Off the back of our discussion yesterday about how to eat meat, which was, which was of course, groundbreaking. Uh, how to eat pizza, pardon me. Because apparently there are 1,800 injuries per year accredited to people eating pizza incorrectly. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, Meredith, Meredith in the chat says, I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. That's okay, you can do that. Uh, that is not it. I, I would suspect that you're right. How, what was she doing? La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's speaking in tongues either. And I'm definitely no like expert when it comes to speaking in tongues, but I'm pretty sure that that ain't it. I don't know, I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know. I'm not getting into that fucking discussion, man. That is a rabbit hole that people are, you know, Hardcore Christians have been arguing about for 2,000 years, so I'm not going to get involved in that shit. But I'm pretty sure whatever that was that we just watched, that's not it. But then again, I'm also sure that this person is Donald Trump's spiritual advisor. So you can make, you can have, I think, one of two positions on that. Either Donald Trump doesn't, uh, either Donald Trump isn't as perfect as you suspect when it comes to hiring people. Like, you know, people say you've got to hire people for certain roles at certain times. So, okay. Okay. What was this role? <laughs> what is she what is she fulfilling here, this woman? Blah 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 bl
So either he's not as perfect as everyone says when it comes to hiring people, or he is as perfect as everyone says and she's telling the truth, which to me is far more horrifying than the latter. So you decide which one you like best. You decide, you pick your poison on that. So we were talking about food yesterday. Too many people are getting hurt while eating pizza. It's an absolute goddamn fucking tragedy. Restaurant under fire for offering lady steak, <clears throat> pardon me, which is smaller than others. How dare you? How dare you, sir? A restaurant in Liverpool has been criticised after a screenshot of its menu was shared online, revealing an option for a ladies' fillet steak. When you go to a restaurant, you can often expect there to be different portion sizes offered, but you probably don't expect these portions to be gendered. Oh, that's the real crime here. <laughs> One restaurant in Liverpool has decided to create a dish just for the ladies, and it's got them in a spot of hot water. Manhattan Bar and Grill featured a ladies' fillet steak on their menu, which is considerably smaller in size than the other steaks. Now, ladies, would you be outraged if your man, just say you go on a date with a guy for the first time, you sit down. I'm a bit of a traditionalist. And, you know, my wife appreciates that. So I'll open the door for her, right? I'll pull her chair out when we go to a restaurant and I'll order for her as well. Like she'll tell me what she wants, but I'll talk to the waiter and I'll say my wife will have such and such and I'll have this. So I'm a little old fashioned in that respect. So just say I went out on a date with you. Of course, you knew, you know that, uh, you know, we're going to be fucking at the end. So it doesn't really matter, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm in that mood. I'm in that kind of a mood. I feel like a baboon on the loose. Um, so just say we went out on a date and I ordered for you and I said, you know, uh, my my lady friend here will have the lady's steak and I will have the macho man. Thank you very much. I'll have the macho man prime rib. Would you be offended by that? Would you find that offensive? Would you be offended that I ordered the lady's steak on your behalf or would you be offended that the lady's steak was even being offered in the first place? Telegram is removing channels now. It's over, boys. Had a nice run. Is that right? Henry St. George Tucker. Can you send me a link? Can you put a link in Discord or something? I absolutely have to see this. You probably already have because he's good like that. If you've got a link or something for that story, we'll get to that because I've got a, a horrifying story we can cut to. If you want to keep it light and fluffy and fun, then we can keep it light and fluffy and fun. Uh, I do have an update on the surveillance state. So would you be offended by that? Outback, Outback Steak does that here. It's the Miss Kitty in Gunsmoke fame. I order it. Well, there you go. He's going to send it through. Excellent. An image of their steak options was shared on Twitter by food writer Vicky Andrews, showing the 80-ounce the 80 lady steak costing £18.95 and being described as one for the ladies, a beautiful cut because we can. The restaurant also has a 12-ounce New York sirloin steak on their menu, as well as a 10-ounce fillet steak and a 16-ounce T-bone T-bone steak. Now, that's a man steak. It's fair to say women on social media weren't very impressed by the fact that they were being offered a smaller steak. I love to think that all of the women, <clears throat> well, at least the majority of the women who were getting angry about this on Twitter are probably vegans anyway. They probably wouldn't eat a steak. 
One user commented, wait a sec, let me make sure I have the man-sized tissues at the ready before I tuck into my lady steak. Well, that's a good, that's a good idea. Another said, this lady would prefer a big old ribeye steak, my kind of girl. D-Live Dingus says, women on social media, dot, 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 exactly, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> that's all you need to say. A third wrote, a third wrote, gender-specific steak, ridiculous, disgusting. Tasteless and disgusting. <laughs> like gender-specific gin, can't be doing with. Uh, can't be doing with it. Guess what, people? Women drink drink navy strength too, you know, and eat big steak. Someone else said they would leave the restaurant if they saw this one on the menu. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. What we know about social media is people do things on social media and they say things that they would do on social media, but they that they would never really do. They would never really do. Like, for example, if I said in to you in real life, I think the president should walk out to Macho Man instead of cliched, horrible, patriotic songs, you would not look me in the face and say, you disgusting person. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. No, no, no. You would say, oh, but I, I kind of like the songs. I kind of like them. But I would absolutely say to your face, no, those songs are horrible. You've got no idea what you're talking about. He should be walking out to Macho Man and I would smile. Right? That's the difference between me and you. This enraged me, said somebody else on Twitter. Space Force Droid, thank you for the thank you for the diamond Space Force Droid. This enraged me. A lady steak option enraged them. <laughs> What is wrong with people? Honestly, what the fuck is wrong with people? A different user said, don't they understand the climate of the times? Yes, the climate of the times should dictate what kind of steak options we provide on our menu in our steakhouse. Very progressive, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very progressive. Uh, I haven't got that link yet. So when we get that link from the general, we'll go to it. Telegram deleting channels now. We said it was coming. <clears throat> we said on this show it was coming. We spoke about WhatsApp in Brazil. They blame WhatsApp for spreading misinformation, for spreading fake news, right? They want your private encrypted end-to-end -end encrypted messages and they are going to get them because nobody cares. And when you bring it up to people, people say shit like, it'll never happen here. Don't worry. Don't worry. Trump will protect us. Okay. Okay. Whatevs. <clears throat> Pardon me. So, all right. In that vein, before we get to John McAfee, let's go to this story here. From the CBC in Canada, the same channel who two weeks ago we were playing a clip of them Talking about how they... I'll check my Telegram. Okay, let's put it in Telegram. Da, 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 da. All right, I'm looking. Um, okay. All right. Well, it's from Milo, so I don't know. But So putting that to one side. It says, this is not good. I have big ideological differences with Alt Skull, but he deserves to be allowed to speak. Alt Skull. So Alt Skull got removed. All right. 
and I want to hear what he has to say. But Telegram just removed his channel. Not Apple banned, not uh, temporarily suspended, gone. This is the first band of its kind I've seen on Telegram, and it means all our days are numbered here. You may consider yourself a completely different kettle of fish to Wignats or neo-Nazis, or insert your epithet of choice, but the enemy does not. Telegram has capitulated. More bands will follow. Here is Alt Skull's mirror as long as it's allowed. Two more channels have been banned by Telegram for no reason or under false pretext. Uh, Terror Wave Vivid, <coughs> Alt Skull Mirror. I don't know these channels. It doesn't matter if you disagree with them. If you disagree with their ideas, their methods, their aesthetics, their leadership, uh, I don't like them. They're too radical. They are too XYZ. You have to understand something. Our enemies don't make the difference between a siege poster and a nationalist, between a moderate and a radical. That's true. Yes, I don't care that this guy was censored anyway. He was a madman who gave us a bad image. The true patriots. Bullshit. Uh, they start with the most radical people, but little by little, they get closer to you. Uh, couldn't agree more. So there you have it. Apparently, channels are being banned off Telegram. That's all I've got right now. So if more comes out about that, we will absolutely follow that up. So let's go to this story. Thank you for that, by the way, General Eaton. Let's go to this story. The CBC, who a couple of weeks ago, we covered it on this show, they wanted, they were advocating for the Canadian government to get access to your private encrypted end-to-end -end messages on programs, on apps like Telegram, on apps like WhatsApp, because they believe that human beings communicating privately, sharing links and memes is potentially damaging democracy. If you remember on Trust and Verify, I made the point with the flying Hawaiian James R, who I see on the chat on YouTube, that when the... the the way that these things are always presented is we're here to protect you. We're trying to protect you from misinformation. We're trying to protect you from bad information. We're trying to protect you from nefarious, evil foreigners, right? But that's not true. They're protecting themselves. The sharing of memes and links and alternative media and whatnot was essentially blamed for the election of Bolsonaro in Brazil. And as a result, WhatsApp in Brazil changed a whole bunch of rules. So certain links can't get posted. You can only have a certain amount of people in a WhatsApp room. And I think I spoke about it on this podcast and Trust and Verify way back then. This is how they are going to get in there. This is There's always an opening and it doesn't matter if it's in America or not. It doesn't matter if it's in Australia or not. The bureaucrats from other countries will talk to the bureaucrats from other countries when they go to these junkets and they'll say, that's a fucking great idea. I'm taking that home with me. And the big enemy to all of this is the mindset that says it can't happen here. It won't happen here. It can't happen here. You're crazy. You don't understand. It can't happen here. Because it's people like you who facilitate it happening there because you refuse to believe that it can. Your refusal to engage with the possibility that it can happen where you live is exactly the reason why it happens where you live. The political class take your they take your apathy for granted. They can rely on it. They can bank on it. All the while, instead we're getting angry about what Jennifer how Jennifer Lopez grabbed her crotch during the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Thank you for I'll see you in hell. All the while we're getting angry about which hole people should piss in in a public toilet. All the while we're getting angry about, oh, my Lord, baby Jesus, getting kicked out of the school. 
we're getting angry about everything else except the stuff that matters. And when it comes to the stuff that matters, uh, I'm, I'm afraid to tell you, both the left and the right establishments in Washington, in Canberra, in London, pick any Western capital around the world, they both agree. They agree. So, from the CBC, ladies and gentlemen, the very channel that was advocating the government get access to your private encrypted messages for the purpose of scanning them and profiling them for quote-unquote fake news and memes, which they think is damaging democracy. That's the excuse they're going with. Like, they don't even have to come up with good excuses anymore. And the sad reality is most people either will not care or agree with them, rightly or wrongly. So carrying on in the tradition of uh, keeping a close eye on the CBC in Canada, I'm sorry, Canadians, you're fucked. (laughs) You're even worse off than we are. So let's see what the Canadian CBC, the taxpayer-funded Canadian media, is up to now. Several privacy watchdogs are launching a joint investigation into the creators of a controversial facial recognition technology. Clearview AI is accused of collecting billions of images of people and making them available to customers, including law enforcement. Wow. Welcome to the party, CBC. We only spoke about this, what, a month ago? If you didn't listen to that show, I think it was called... I think it's actually pinned on the Daily Boogie Show Twitter account. I think it's the the pinned tweet. If you go to Daily Boogie Show on Twitter, of course, follow it. If you're a real patriot, if you're a real macho man, Ludwig, thank you for joining us. If you're a real macho man, you will follow Daily Boogie Show on Twitter. Check the pinned tweet. I think it's called something like, smile, you're on a database. That was the episode. So we spoke about this app, this software, Clearview AI, that goes around the internet scraping the internet, scraping social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, the whole lot for images. And they are now working with 600. Again, this this mentality of it won't happen here is absolute fucking cancer. And you need to get out of that, that mindless loop that it won't happen here. They are already working with, quote, 600 law enforcement agencies in the US. Not six, not 60, 600. And when we asked the company, uh, which law enforcement agencies are you working with? Which police, you know, which police operations are you working with, with this app? They refused to answer. (laughs) Because apparently they have a right to develop technology, which can take anybody's photo who is just innocently walking down the street and instantaneously bring up information where they work, who their friends are, where they live, what their name is, everything, the lot like in fractions of a second, they have that right, but you don't have a right to know who's using it, apparently. Isn't that reassuring? Don't you feel good? Don't you feel safe? We're protecting you. Don't worry. This is all about protection. The protection meme, ladies and gentlemen. So now the CBC, apparently, apparently, some experts have expressed some concerns. (laughs) You watch. This is going to be the milk, to- the most milk toast uh, argument against this technology you have ever seen. I haven't watched this clip. I just know the way these people think. I know the way they operate. This is going to be the most watered down possible opposition to this software. 
the purpose to allow authorities to identify individuals. Yeah. The CBC's Thomas Dagg is following the story for us and joins us now. So, Thomas, why is this investigation being launched now? This is another case of technology moving forward and uh, the regulators struggling to, to catch up to that technology. It seems like both in the United States and here in Canada, police agencies started using this Clearview AI facial recognition technology without it being clear whether it's even legal or not. So. <laughs> I just I'm sorry if you if you know this program you know I'm not like an anti-cop guy you know but but by the same token when I think when the cops do something shitty I'll talk about it like remember that story where the cops pulled over the guy for having the offensive sticker on the, on his bumper bar and arrested him and we we're like what the fuck's wrong with you is it don't you have real criminals to go after this guy's just driving around minding his own business Fuck you. Remember that story? So when cops do something shitty, we'll say. We'll say so. And that, of course, brings out, you know, the flag wavers. You say, you fucking hate the police. You don't understand. You're an anti-police, Antifa communist. The, the usual shit that you have to put up with with mindlessness, with mindless people on the internet. So, you know, we're not anti-cop here, but when the cops do something wrong, we'll say so because that's what we should do in a free country. At least, at least in theory, <laughs> how long how long we're going to be able to how long we're going to be afforded that pleasure? I'm not sure. It seems on an increasingly smaller timeline than what we suspected. So the police are struggling. Don't doesn't it fill you with reassurance? Aren't you happy to know, ladies and gentlemen, that the people who are charged with enforcing the law, like that, that is apparent. That is the story that we're given why the police exist, to enforce the law. I'm on record before as saying that's not why the police exist at all. You know, that's might, that might be what police think they're doing. That might be what police, a lot of police genuinely are doing in their day-to-day -day work. But the, the concept of the police force does not exist to enforce the law. It exists to protect, it doesn't exist to protect you from criminals. Put it that way. It exists to protect the government from you. Because in a society breakdown kind of situation, the police aren't going to be cruising your street looking for the people who are, you know, holding you up and stealing your food and stealing your water. They're not going to be doing that. They're going to be protecting the governor's mansion. And when you riot in the streets, when you march in the streets demanding an end to whichever ill is causing this society breakdown, they will be donning the riot gear and hitting you with batons. They don't exist to keep you safe from criminals. They exist to keep the government safe from you. But that's not to say that cops aren't out there doing the right thing and protecting you from criminals, right? That's not to say that they shouldn't exist at all. Obviously, they should. But you just have to understand why they're there in the first place. It's not for you. It's for the government. So, putting that to one side, don't you feel much safer knowing that the people who are charged with enforcing the law are doing things when they don't know if it's legal or not? <laughs> don't you feel so much safer knowing that law enforcement agencies are now deploying technology without knowing whether or not it's legal to do so? Oh, fuck it. Let's just go for it. So what does this do? Uh, well, you can walk down the street and take pictures of everybody on the street and instantly find out their name, their their place of employment, 
where they live and who all their friends are and what their social network is. Oh, good. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, sir, shouldn't we check this with legal first? Shouldn't we run this through some kind of, uh, you know, law kind of meeting or something? Like, shouldn't we figure out if this is legal? No, fuck it. Let's just go for it. Let's just do it. <laughs> let's just do it. Carol in the chat says they just take orders. It's their job. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is a uh, this is a bit of a cliche, but it's true nonetheless. Uh, the guards who guarded the the guards who guarded the concentration camps in World War Two. That's what they said. <laughs> what are you What are you uh, putting me in prison for? I was just following orders. So uh, the reason I bring that up is not to say that police are Nazis. It's to say that the precedent is already set. That being using the excuse I'm just following orders legally has no standing anymore because of what happened to the Nazi guards, right? Because they determined, well, uh, because of in those court cases with the guards at the, the concentration camps, they said just saying that you were following orders is not good enough. You shouldn't have done this because it was illegal, because it was wrong. So you, you can't just say I was just following orders, right? Today, we learned that uh, the privacy watchdogs of Canada, Quebec, British Columbia, and Alberta are all getting together to launch this joint investigation. Here's what they say it's going to focus on. They say the four privacy regulators will examine whether the organization's practices are in compliance with Canadian privacy legislation. So Canadian privacy legislation, which is about to be raped beyond all recognition, when the minister involved in the Canadian government literally says, we want access to your private encrypted end-to-end -end messages. We in the government want to read your private Telegram messages, ladies and gentlemen, to check to make sure that you're not spreading fake news. This is what they say. It's always this forked tongue routine. It's always this bullshit forked tongue routine where on one hand they'll say, we're protecting you from terrorists. We're protecting you from fake news. We're protecting you from the criminals. That's why we need to treat you like a fucking criminal and take all of your privacy protections away. <laughs> and we, the populations of the West, are essentially like the battered wives at this point. We are. And you fucking know it's true. You know it's true. If Donald Trump came out tomorrow and said, look, everybody, there's a lot of talk about the private encrypted end-to-end -end messages. I think that we need access to those private messages to make sure that the deep state and the elites and the cabal and the terrorists are not sharing messages between each other, plotting schemes. A whole bunch of millions of people at that point would say, yay, woo! And they'd start waving their American flags and they'd start singing, I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. <laughs> While somebody from the NSA is pouring through their DMs. <laughs> somebody from the NSA will be laughing as they go through your private messages of you sharing patriotic songs with one another, talking about freedom and whatnot. <laughs> You know that would be the case. It seems that we just ca we care more about who is saying what instead of what is being said by whom. But you know, whatever. Like I said, I've I've now committed to. Uh, I um, now the the 
SJW in red hat mentality is now my mortal enemy. Declared. You are my mortal enemy at this point. Specifically the people who would spend all day talking about, I'm triggering libtard snowflakes, and then get offended at fake fucking petitions about turning Donald Trump's entry music into fucking Macho Man. You're the fuckers I'm talking about. You're the kind of shitbags who would talk about privacy and the need for not for there to be no censorship, but then as soon as, soon as the right person says, this, this guy over here needs to be censored, you'd be like, fuck yeah! Because you are unprincipled vessels waiting to be filled with somebody else's opinion. Essentially zombies. You are zombies. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Please share the show out. Please hit the subscribe button. Uh, don't stop listening, by the way. I want, you, I want you here. I don't care if 80% of the audience is hate watching at this point. Still, still boosts my ego up. Poppy Lane in the chat. Poppy says Macho Man blows. To be honest, what the fuck? Moderators, get Poppy the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, Poppy's all right. She can stay. She can stay. I, I, I will allow it. I'll allow it. So this came to uh, the public view about a month ago with the New York Times investigation that showed that this Clearview AI technology, which is being used by hundreds of police forces uh, in the U.S. and Canada, that uh, it can access apparently at least three billion images that are available on the uh, been scraped from the public internet so from google facebook instagram twitter but in some cases these are images that someone uploaded they were meant for their friends or in some cases they've even since uh just a gentle reminder the person who developed this ad is uh the person who developed this software <laughs> fuck you too you're a lemming thank you dr waddell the person who developed this software is a an australian man right and gentle reminder number two, one of the main criticisms I get from the people that I was just talking about is, why don't you show your face on the internet more? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. My question is, why do you show yours <laughs> with everything that we know? Oh, that's right. It'll never happen here. It's only 600 law enforcement agencies now. And then it was like, Oh, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. What have I got to worry about? I forget who did this. It was one of those man in the street things, which can be good. It might have been Mark Dice even. It might have been Mark Dice, but I don't know. It doesn't sound like his kind of topic. But I remember watching something where the man in the street uh, protagonist was going up to people in the street and saying, do you think the government should have access? Like, do you think all pervasive surveillance on the internet should be a thing, right? Do you think that the government should have a right to watch everybody in order to catch bad guys, to catch terrorists? And they were like, yes, absolutely. I'm not doing anything wrong, so I've got nothing to worry about. And he was like, great. Can I see your Google history? And they were like, I don't think so. <laughs> Unironically, like one person after another, after another, after another, after another said, yes, the government should be monitoring all uh, communications on the internet. And then the very next question they got was, okay, can I look at your Google history then? And they would be like, uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And the guy would say, but you just said you've got nothing to worry about. And they would be like, yeah, but no, but that's private. <laughs> and people ask me, why, why aren't you more optimistic? 
Why are you so black-pilled? Why are you so optimistic? Why aren't you more optimistic? Why don't you have hope? Why don't you talk about it? It's everything's going to be wonderful. We're being saved. The world is being saved. Why don't you have this kind of attitude? I have to say it because I'm not a fucking lunatic. Because I'm not an over-medicated maniac. That's why. I don't know. It might have been Crowder. I don't know. It doesn't even sound like a Crowder bit because it wasn't even that funny. It was more like an expose kind of thing. Just to see how, how mentally divergent people can be from one second to the next. And if you watch shit like that, if you watch enough of it, you soon come to the realisation, like, there is no other option except blackpilled. What, do you think You think these people are going to listen to you? You think these people are going to care when you say things like, when you talk about facial recognition apps being used by law enforcement agencies and they don't even know if it's fucking legal or not to use it? They don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> They either don't care or they agree with it. <laughs> Dr. Waddell, Google history equals geriatric nursing home bukkake porn. Possibly, not possibly, definitely. This is why I advocate for people who watch this show. Always have two windows open in your uh, search engine at all times. You need to have how to bake a Christian cake or Bible verses. I'll go with Bible verses. And then the other tab open you need to have is tranny porn at all times. And it's like, okay, catalog this. Pigeonhole me now, you fucks. <laughs> and here's a, a word to the wise. Uh, to those who are going to hack my camera, uh, Just, uh, I just need to warn you, if you're going to hack my camera and view in on what I'm doing, if you're going to take a look at what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, letting you, I'm just letting you know, you're going to be in for a show. <clears throat> you're coming for a wild ride. I will, be, I will be walking around naked with a swastika painted on my chest, masturbating to... Uh, African transgender porn. That's what I'm going to be doing. Constantly. <laughs> 24 hours a day. So if you're going to if you're going to tune in to, you know, Boogie Bumper's life, be, strap in, mate. Strap yourself in, comrade, because you are coming for a ride whether you fucking like it or not. I'm going to force you to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to force you to watch that shit. It's been deleted off Facebook, but they are still available on Clearview AI, and it's raised all sorts of privacy concerns uh, here. And oh, isn't that reassuring? So you can delete your pictures from Facebook, but the app still has them. The app still keeps them. Clearview AI now keeps your deleted Facebook pictures. Ah, and again, shares them with law enforcement agencies even though the law enforcement agencies don't know whether it's legal or not to do it. And they don't care. They're just doing it. Because we don't care. So they're allowed to do it. And in the United States, as you can imagine. So what exactly do we know about how this technology has been used in Canada? Initially, uh, when a CBC and other media outlets... Henry St. George Tucker is saying, you know that data would be leaked to the press. That's fine by me. I'm hoping to get enough damaging uh, images of myself, uh, you know, masturbating to... Uh, African tranny porn, because when society does crumble, when society does fall into a heap, when the Satanists take over, I will be thought of as one of them. See, I'm playing it both ways. If the good guys win, then I'll say that I was always on the good guy's side. If the bad guys win, I'll say I was always on the bad guy's side. <laughs> I can't fucking lose. <laughs> 
Let's uh, ask. Proud to be an American. Well, at least my pawn is free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave this pawn to me. And I'll proudly stand up with my erect penis on display. Cause when I'm wank, I know I'll be watched by the NSA. Hell yeah. Various uh, police agencies across Canada, they said, no, we're not using this. But we have since learned that uh, not only Toronto police, but several other uh, greater Toronto area police forces have used this, at least to test it, and have since been told to stop using it. Uh, other police forces, including Montreal police, have said they're not saying whether they have or will be using Clearview AI technology. So the entire regulatory framework. Uh <laughs> the law enforcement agencies just don't tell you. They don't tell you if they're using it or not. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. You have a right to be protected against the bad guys by the law enforcement agencies operating an illegal grey area, not knowing whether they're allowed to or not. Happy Liz's birthday in the chat. Happy birthday, Liz. I think we need a special birthday song for Liz. Liz has been around for a while. She's one of our OG listeners. I'm in a good mood. The traditional happy birthday song on the Daily Boogie program, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Happy birthday, Liz. Everybody say happy birthday to Liz. Traditional uh, patriotic American birthday song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Liz. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Liz. Thank you for joining us. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Enough of this shit. Uh, I want to have some fun. Let's check in on our future. The Not our future. Well, yeah, I guess he is. Our future most powerful man on earth, ladies and gentlemen, John McAfee. We've got a lot to cover today on Starship McAfee. Because John McAfee has been very busy over the last week and a bit, and we haven't been doing our due diligence. We haven't been keeping up. And just to let you know, people who watched yesterday, I am following up on trying to get Vermin Supreme on this show. I've been I've been told that it's not going to be too difficult, so we'll see what happens. I've fingers crossed that we can get an interview with Vermin Supreme. 
because that I think that would break the internet. Vermin Supreme on the Daily Boogie. So <clears throat> we haven't been doing our, our duty. We haven't been following our preferred candidate. If you're new to this program, a few weeks ago, we did the right thing for freedom, ladies and gentlemen, because we believe in freedom here on the Daily Boogie program. And we endorsed, for 2020, we endorsed John McAfee for president for a whole bunch of reasons that are going to be self-evident as we go through this little mini catalogue, as we catch up with John, what he's been doing over the last couple of weeks. So let's start here. Many ask, and people do ask this, I think. Many ask, how did we escape from the Dominican Republic detention? Because they were arrested in the Dominican Republic. An imminent deportation to the US. Here's how. Let's have a listen. People ask, how did uh, Janice and I escape? Kirsten says he eats people. That's why I like him. That's why I want him to win. Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen, in the chat. Thank you for the diamond, sir. If you're not following Joy of Pessy, make sure you do. DLive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. Joy of Pessy does a great show at midnight on a Saturday night. Crappy movies. It's not called crappy movies, but that's what they do. They watch crappy movies and make jokes about crappy movies. It's an absolute fucking laugh. So make sure you follow Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. From the Dominican Republic. Well, So, yes, uh, John McAfee may eat people, but then that, that's why I want him. That's why I want him to win. See, all of, people haven't figured, haven't figured me out yet. All of the reasons that people say John McAfee is bad is all of the reasons why I want him. That's all of the things that I like. The things that you hate are the things that I love. And, you know, I'm not saying uh, this of the person who was talking about him eating people. I'm not accusing you of this. But if you're the kind of person that gets triggered by satirical satirical surveys, satirical petitions on the internet, then you're the kind of person that I'm against. (laughs) That's why I do the petition. That's why I want Macho Man. Because you hate it. <laughs> That's all the justification I need. He eats babies. Everybody eats babies now. What's the difference? <laughs> I love it. Bring it on. Uh, brief history. We'd been in the Bahamas. We got run out of the Bahamas. We we're in right. Cuba for a month and a half. The Cuban government called Janice and I and gave us 72 hours to leave the country because they said the U.S. had requested our extradition unofficially. Uh, they were what? disinclined to do so. Boo! Boo! The Cuban government listening to the United States? What is happening to the comrades? What has happened to those brave communists of the Cuban government? I tell you, since Fidel died, it's all gone downhill in Cuba. <laughs> so, four days at sea, we pull into the Dominican Republic. Thank, we are. Thank God for Bernie Sanders, huh? Making Cuba great again. Rested by. Special Forces from the Dominican Republic Army. Four days later, uh, I have now garnered two lawyers. Um, They're about to... Jennifer Briggs says his wife is so awesome. You can tell she's fucking head over heels for him, isn't she? She just loves him. Whenever you see them together, she's like this. She just stares at him and smiles. It's a never-ending smile. It's just pure love that this woman has for John McAfee. That, that is not satirical. To deport us back to America. We're in immigration. They have Janice uh, already under, uh, well, you say they're taking to the fucking yeah, airplane. Yeah, they were going to take me. I must say, she has spectacular teeth. Look at those pearly whites, huh? 
to the airport and um, deport me back to America. Deport back to America. Meanwhile, I had told my lawyers an hour earlier, I said, <laughs> file a brief with the Dominican Republic courts. He still has the best voice in the presidential campaign. File a brief with the uh, with the authorities. I told my uh, lawyers to uh, file a brief. It's the best voice. Unlike Donald Trump, who sounds like he's straining on the toilet to pass a 32-ounce steak. We will make sure that the steaks get eaten in India. The veins are popping out of the side of my head. Demand. He's, he literally sounds like an old man straining on the toilet. That I have my day in court. Now that I've said that, now that I've said that, every time you hear the guy speak, you're going to think of an old man straining on the toilet, and you're going to say, and you're going to say, "Fuck that boogie bumper piece of shit, that foreign piece of shit, fuck him." Why is he ruining everything? I think he's turned. I think he's turned. I don't think. I don't think he likes Baga anymore. I don't think he likes Donald Trump anymore. I think he's a piece of shit. Fuck him. And I will laugh. And I will take a sip. I will take a sip of wine. Mm. And I'll go, ah. <laughs> Poppy Lane in the chat. Oh, fuck, Boogie, you fucker. Kirsten says, I already say that. <laughs> Good. Welcome aboard. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. Uh, if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's show, please do so by heading to dlive.tv slash boogiebumper. Leave some slippery little lemons in my sweet sour bowl or streamlabs.com slash boogiebumper. <laughs> Why they should not ship me anywhere. <laughs> well, um, they had illegally arrested us, piece of cake. Now, the lawyer said, we need two hours. I go, he got two hours. Janice can say what I told her immediately after. Yeah, you came over to me and you just said that, um, don't worry, I'm doing, I'm going to be doing my thing, so don't worry about <laughs> And my thing was, I faked a stroke. <laughs> See, we need some. We need someone. We need somebody like this running the free world, ladies and gentlemen. Unlike Bernie Sanders, unlike Bernie Sanders, John McAfee can fake a stroke. <laughs> he doesn't have to have a real one. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? I fell on the ground in convulsions, came up, and I couldn't recognize anybody. <laughs> not James, not my lawyers, not anybody. So I knew they had to take me to the hospital. Well, fuck me, there's my two hours. We're in the hospital, my lawyers come in and go, everything is done. From that point, we won. They said, where do you want? Ah, oh, he's a genius. He's a genius. He's an absolute genius. He needed to find two hours. He faked a stroke, got sent to hospital. He bought himself some time. He got the fucking deal done. That's how I want to see foreign diplomacy conducted in this fashion. This is why John McAfee is the man. You know, when I first, when I first played the video of him dancing on the stripper's pole, falling off the stripper's podium because he was drunk with no shirt on, uh, when I played the video of him likening gun you know gun safety to quote dry fucking a tight asshole right when he's that was the comparison that he made 
people said I was crazy to endorse this guy. But now, now, now the truth is coming out. Now the real genius is starting to rise, it's starting to come to the fore. The cream is starting to rise to the top. And when you think about John McAfee, you think about lots and lots of cream. I do anyway. This is why he's now explaining why himself and his lovely wife, Janice, are on the run. So they move around from location to location, 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 location. From one country to the next, never staying in one place too long. Uh, he's come out before and said that he's going to conduct his entire campaign via the internet. So during the debates, there's just going to be a laptop with John McAfee on it. <laughs> he's going to he's going to do interviews via Skype. He's not going to do any he's not going to do anything in real life during the election campaign. Another reason why you should vote for him. Janice and I are on the run. Why? Well, I haven't paid taxes for ten years. Ah. Eight years of which the IRS did nothing. Why well, I'd already taxation is theft, ladies and gentlemen. Taxation is theft. He lives it. He lives it. Paid $50 million in taxes, and I promise you I have not received $50 million in services from the government. However... How can you, how can you not vote for this guy? Come on now, how can you not vote for him? In uh, 2017, I started speaking out against taxation, against the SEC, against the IRS... Um, what happened? Well, in <laughs> 2017, I was the CEO of MGT, an $800 million company, the sixth largest Bitcoin miner in the world, and uh, they filed a subpoena. Now, a subpoena from the SEC, 99% of the time, means that you have fucked up. <laughs> cheated somebody or broken the law. In this case, the subpoena had nothing to do with other than an ex-stockholder. And yet, the law says we must say we've been subpoenaed. We cannot say <laughs> what it's about. Uh, our stock went from $800 million to $3 million overnight. We went bankrupt and out of business. Wow. Uh, did that shut me up? No. And why did they do it? I had been speaking out, saying, you don't want to pay taxes, like me? Use privacy coins. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're somebody who says things like, you know, if you are somewhat sympathetic to the black shirt wearing libertarians of the world, which I have known to be from time to time, sympathetic to, of course. If you are in any way, shape or form sympathetic to... Uh, policies like, for example, end the Fed or at least audit the Fed, he's your guy. He's your guy. <laughs> Distributed exchanges and you will never have to. Now, in November of 2018, I... McAfee America Great Again. Publicly broke the law. You're not getting, you're not getting uh, free ponies like you do with Vermin Supreme. That's true. You're not getting free cheesy bread whenever you apply for a gun license like you do with Vermin Supreme. That's true. But you are getting a known fugitive who refuses to pay taxes. Law <laughs> and said, listen, this subpoena which destroyed this company had nothing to do with the company. It had to do with the next stockholder, yet we were not allowed to tell you. I'm telling you. Two months later, the IRS. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm, obsessed, I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> Because he's done a number of videos in this room 
and you can see the sound diffusing foam. So this is obviously the room where he records stuff, right? And I'm obsessed with the fact that if you look in his sunglasses, it doesn't matter which video you watch, that this is always this is an ever-present thing in these videos. Look in the reflection of the sunglasses. There is a roll of toilet paper just in front of him. I need to know why it's there. <laughs> it's the same roll all the time. It's it's not getting used. It's just there. <laughs> why is there a roll of toilet paper always on the desk in front of him? I have to know this. It's driving me mad. I can't sleep at night. Why is there a roll of toilet paper? <laughs> is he in the toilet? And if he's in the toilet, why does his toilet have sound diffusing foam on the walls? <laughs> why would why would you put sound diffusing foam in your bathroom? I need to know. Convenes a grand jury to charge me and Janice with tax fraud. <laughs> well, how can that be? If I haven't filed taxes, I can't commit fucking fraud. Ah, oh, he's good. <laughs> there you go. So that's why he's on the run. Now, I want to show you some of the lighter side of John McAfee because it's not all fugitives. It's not all fug hot fugitive sex with your ex-prostitute wife. It's not all on the run from governments. It's not all escaping from the Dominican Republic. It's not all talking to the government of Cuba. It's not all the super spy stuff. There is a lighter side to John McAfee. This, ladies and gentlemen, is John McAfee, the party host. The party host. Birthday party for a close friend in my Belarus pad, because he's got a pad in Belarus. He's got pads everywhere. Uh, waiting for my folks to arrive. Let's have a look at the... Let's have a look at the spread that John McAfee prepares for his friends. Nice. Whole f I can't eat whole fish on a plate like that. I can't eat whole fish on a plate. <laughs> Huge ass bear says, so nobody can hear you shit. <laughs> Coming this summer in John McAfee's toilet. Nobody can hear you shit. I, I, especially, I especially love uh, the dollar store, the Dollar Tree fucking plastic tablecloth. That, that, those finer touches. And, you know, those napkins, those red napkins, they're the really, really cheap ones that you buy by the hundred. You know, the, the, the packet of napkins is the size of a fucking phone book. Napkins, one dollar. Each each napkin costing one cent. <laughs> so we've got the cheap napkins, we've got the cheap Dollar Tree tablecloth, and then we've got a projector the size of my house on the wall. Hey, where'd the music go? Ah. Yeah. I like his choice in music too. Gotta say, very chill. Who wouldn't want to have dinner at John McAfee's house? It's got the bar set up over there. Help yourselves to any alcohol that you want. It's okay. We're all going to be naked and doing cocaine by the end of the night. Which is, which happens, I've, I've been led to believe, happens at every John McAfee party. Which is another reason why you should vote for him.
They're so in love. They are so in love. Makes my heart melt. He's got moves. He's got moves. <laughs> yeah. Swing it, John. Nice. He's, he's sex on legs. Come on now. You ever seen Donald Trump dance like that? No. Trump does this weird little dance with the little arms, the little T-Rex arms that white people do at black nightclubs. He's not feeling it. <laughs> it's not real. That's real dancing. Uh, this is a conversation John McAfee had with a parrot after the party we just saw. Life is See, we can market this to the evangelical Christians. Whatever you do to the least of my brothers, that you do unto me, right? No more is a tale told by an idiot. For sound, yes, and fury, signifying nothing, nothing, nothing. Your turn. I'm listening. <laughs> that was too much for you, wasn't it? How much of Hamlet? So he can talk to the animals. He's got it all, baby. Uh, hateful words on both sides of the gun issue, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get back to some policy here. We've seen the love. We we now know the background of why John McAfee escaped from the Dominican Republic, why he's on the run, because taxation is theft. Uh, we have now seen the lighter side. John McAfee, the party host. John McAfee, the dancer. John McAfee, friend to the parrot. We've seen it all. So let's get back to some policy. What would happen? What would a what a what would a John McAfee America look like in reality? Because that's what we do on this show: real news, reality, hard hitting stuff. Top to bottom all the time. Uh, don't worry. Uh, I did promise you degenerate sex stories. It looks like I'm looking at the time. We'll probably have to get to that tomorrow. So don't worry. I'll give you a tour of an illegal sex doll brothel tomorrow. Hard hitting news. So <laughs> hateful words on both sides of the gun issue. Is civil war coming? If so, here's my advice to both sides. John McAfee, again, playing the nonpartisan role. He just wants what's best for you, right? He just wants what's best for you as people. He's committed to you. He's fighting for you. Hateful rhetoric on both sides of the gun issue. If you're anticipating civil war, I think I can help you. This is the layout, assuming we're having war. If this map looks backwards, it's not. My Polish printer assured me it was correct. <laughs> Let's look first at the blue states, which are the liberals. 
Uh, here we have on the West Coast of uh, California and, and others, um, you're vastly outnumbered in terms of guns. I suggest you arm yourselves to the teeth. Ah, uh, see what he's doing here? <laughs> Liberals, you need to arm yourselves to the teeth <laughs> in order to solve the gun issue. See, he's a fucking genius. This Israeli weaponry, vastly superior. Colorado and New Mexico, I'm sorry, you're surrounded. See if Mexico won't annex you. The central... <laughs> Colorado and New Mexico needs to be annexed by Mexico to to save them. <laughs> North, you're too damn cold. No one wants you. And the that, that was easy. <laughs> if you're in the north, it's too damn cold. Nobody wants you. <laughs> Northeast, just tell them you're part of Canada. No, they want another fucking difference. And lastly, <laughs> Florida. I suggest you change the state language to Spanish. And when the invaders look for El Baño, can't find one, they'll go home. Now then, for the red states, the conservatives, the gun owners, you should anticipate that the West Coast is going to arm itself to the fucking teeth with the latest Israeli weapons. Israeli, he's very clear on Israeli weapons. <laughs> the latest Israeli weapons. Because <laughs> you, can't, you can't go into a civil war with American-made guns. No, 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 no. You got to get some. You got to get some kind of value for money for the money that you're sending to Israel. They may as well be sending Israeli guns back to you. I suggest you preempt this by selling them your Daisy BB rifles and tell them they're AR-15s. They won't know the fucking difference. Uh, Colorado and New Mexico, worthless land. Ignore it. See if you can sell it to Mexico. Uh, the Central North, too damn cold. You don't want that. And the Northeast is part of Canada. Ignore it. Finally, Florida. If you cannot sell it to Cuba, then... Sell it to Cuba. <laughs> ...to the bridges and stock piranha in all the swamps. That will keep them busy till the war is over. And there you have it. I am impartial and good luck to both sides. Good Thank luck you. to both sides. There you go. He's Switzerland in this, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you've got to shake things up. McAfee 2020, Andrew Jackson in the chat. McAfee America great again. And here's the last one. Here's the last little McAfee update I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. My two-pronged approach to ending the divisive politics of our two-party system, please watch with an open mind. Well, I don't know. Do you have an open mind? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this shit? Press one in the chat if you have an open mind. I'm not sure if you have an open mind or not. I mean, too many people are not willing to change Donald Trump's pre-rally walkout song to Macho Man. The real, in my, in my opinion, the real open-minded patriots would jump at the opportunity to have Donald Trump walk out to Macho Man. See, the real open-minded people do exactly what I tell them to do. <laughs> that's, you know, that's the only thing I've got. Trump forever says two. <laughs> I'm not open-minded, fuck you. <laughs> One and two. <laughs> Okay, it's mostly ones. It's mostly an open-minded audience. All right, so let's go. You're open-minded enough to hear this uh, this pearl of wisdom. Mbop could work as well. Rockin' America says three. He's different. Um, so John McAfee, his solution, what was it again? <laughs> My two-pronged approach to ending the divisive politics of our two-party system. There's two prongs, okay? 
we're going to get two prongs. So thankfully, the audience is open-minded enough to hear the two-pronged solution from John McAfee, the future president of the United States. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. John McAfee here. Um, as part of my presidential platform, I'm proposing a two-pronged approach for ending the divisive politics of, uh, of our two-party system. I mean, uh, people are spitting, literally spitting mad on both sides of the aisle. Correct. Now, if you do not see this, then uh, please uh, move out of your mother's basement and smell the coffee because uh, it's real. Now, step one. And I just have to point it out. The toilet paper is there yet again. <laughs> uh, we make it mandatory that while Congress is in session, that all members of Congress, and men and women, carry a loaded weapon with them, uh, with a hair trigger. Uh, step, <laughs> step two, we also demand that all members of Congress, while Congress is in session, eat at the congressional cafeteria where all the food will be heavily laced with methamphetamines. Now, <laughs> I'm fucking liking this more and more. I can't get enough of this fucking guy. So all of the members of Congress, while Congress is sitting, must, they will be mandated to carry a firearm with them and it has to have a hair trigger, a, a super sensitive trigger on that sidearm. I'm thinking a nine mil Glock, okay? But, you know, I, I do, I, do, I am concerned about the budget. So a nine mil Glock, you know, they're mass produced. That's going to be fine. They're not too expensive. They're sturdy. They're reliable. We'll go with the Glock. So everybody must have a, a firearm on them at all times, and all members of Congress must eat meals laced with methamphetamine. This is far more reasonable to me than anything else I've heard in politics over the last 30 years. I'm not even joking. This makes more sense than just about anything else. I mean, seriously, what would you rather vote for? All members of Congress must have a hair trigger and be high on methamphetamine or, say, Elizabeth Warren, for example, who wants to make a nine-year-old trans girl choose who the education secretary is. It's not even fucking close. This is the only this is the only candidate that I can identify that is in legitimate reality, who is dealing in legitimate reality. Everybody else is just making shit up. Fantasy world. Just imagine the scene, uh, a bunch of twitchy, uh, angry, paranoid mofos uh, that are already pissed off at each other, uh, carrying <laughs> a loaded firearm with a hair trigger. I think you can see the uh, uh, the beauty of uh, the end result. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we will end up, of course, with an uh, empty Congress, which well, is exactly which is exactly what everybody wants. No congressmen, no congresswomen. That's how you'll get shit done. Uh, is, is that so bad? Government would work perfectly fine and perfectly efficiency if there was nobody in it. We all know this. We all know this to be true. Bad. Well, I think not. I mean, those mofos don't do jack shit for us anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I think it's an improvement. 
Now, I've, I will make this part of my presidential platform and will be speaking about it on the uh, national stage at uh, every opportunity. Uh, please consider this as, a, um, uh, as the only possible solution uh, to our problem. And thank you so much for listening. You're, you're more than welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, the future president of the United States, the one, the only, John McAfee, ladies and gentlemen. Um, here's a quick one for you. This is fun. This is fun. Do you like winning? I know you like winning. I know you're really concerned about immigration and stuff. Uh, this is Dearborn, Michigan, ladies and gentlemen. هو يوم عاشورائي طويل ذكور وإناث شيبا وشبان. Now to be fair, I don't know what they're saying. Like I can't translate what they're saying. They might be giving us a recipe for you know good old fashioned American pie for all we know. These people could be as America as apple pie, and maybe this is just their pre-apple pie ceremony. This is what they do while the apple pie is cooling. Who knows? So let's not jump to any conclusions here. Let's not be xenophobic bigots, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Proud to be an American. And I know that our friends will die defending Israel. And I'll proudly stand up. Because here in Dearborn, I know I'll be. Fuck yeah. The winning. Slow clap. I do love their music, though, I've got to say. I spoke in tongues. <laughs> Becker in the chat saying I spoke in tongues. No, no, you've got that wrong. This is what speaking in tongues looks like. We've been over, we know what speaking in tongues looks like. It looks like this. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White. You in prayer for our president, Donald Trump. Damn. I'm feeling the spirit. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm on speaking tongues. Here it comes. Ah, ta 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 She's doing her best Chevy Chase. Who put the dip in the dip dip dip? Roma, Yeah. Everything's going everything's going well. Everything's going super swimmingly. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, ladies and gentlemen. Paula White. Spiritual advisor. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. This is my jam. Fuck it. I'm going to make a new petition tonight. So we have the petition already. Uh, Donald Trump should walk out to Macho Man. Make Donald Trump change his rally entrance from Patriot songs to Macho Man. Donald Trump should change his rally entrance music to Macho Man by the village people instead of the cliched Patriot songs he plays now. Homosexual men dancing in costumes is a far more accurate representation of modern America than toxic patriotism expressed through tired, well-worn rock and roll formulas. So please, if you haven't signed the petition yet, I know you haven't because only six people fucking have. So you must not be a real patriot. Sign the petition, make Donald Trump come out to Macho Man. But fuck it. Uh, We might have to adjust. We might have to adjust this because I'm thinking now that Donald Trump should have a new walkout song. I'm thinking Donald Trump's walkout song before a rally should go something like this. Yep. Can you feel it? I can see it. Let's see if we can do something here. Okay, let's do this. Fuck off, Junior. All right. I'm just looking, scanning ahead, scanning ahead. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Works for me. I mean, it would certainly put all those bigots to rest, won't it? Fix up all of those bigots. I want more pandering. (laughs) People are like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Think outside the box. Real patriots would walk out to this music. I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to help you here. I'm trying to give you an outsider perspective on what's going to work with the kids, man. The kids in Dearborn, Michigan. If you want to win Michigan, you'll have to play this music. Yes, Michigan is in the Canada area, so it will eventually be annexed by Canada, but only if John McAfee wins the presidency, which we all hope he does. Cleo in the chat. Cleo. Cleo saying this is cultural appropriation. Um, the police won't like it. Oh, I beg to differ. The police will the police will stand aside. The police of Michigan will drop to their knees and praise sweet Allah if the president walks out to this music. Of this I am certain. I've got no doubt about it. But I tell you what. 
since we have put the question out there, since we did make the petition, again, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to put this, uh, allow me to put the link in the chat. If you haven't signed the petition yet, hop to it. If you're a real patriot, you'll want Donald Trump to walk out to Macho Man by the village people. <laughs> There's the link right there. So let's see what it would look like in action. Because people are telling me I'm disgusting. They're telling me that I've got no idea, that I'm disrespecting America, that I don't care about, I'm tone deaf to patriotism. I beg to differ. I think this is the real patriot song. So let's have a look what it would look like in real life. Let's see if it works, shall we? I just noticed, actually, um, I, I, I just noticed the slogan has changed. In 2016, it was build the wall, and now it's finish the wall. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that cute? It looks, for me, it looks good for me. This is far more. This is far more patriotic than the uh, the cliched patriot songs. But I actually want homosexual men on the stage dancing while he's coming out. I'd like to see what Mayor Pete would have to say about this. He would have to be in fact, he would vote for Trump. The little fist pumps. Look at it. It just works, doesn't it? It just fits, doesn't it? He has a funky walk. Yes, Becca's on board now. After seeing it in action, I have to agree with you. Thank you. We've got another vote. See, now that you've seen it, now that you can see how it looks, how can you possibly be against this? can you possibly be against that, ladies and gentlemen? I couldn't agree with me more on that. So like I said, <laughs> get online, sign the petition. Macho America great again, ladies and gentlemen. Enough with the cringy as fuck Patriot songs. 
Yes, okay, if it's about 9-11, I'm sorry that so many people had to be sacrificed to make such a terrible song. If you don't get it, if you're disgusted by this, then I'm afraid you, sir, are the real anti-American. You, sir, are the real anti-patriot. If you're not prepared to have Donald Trump walk out to Macho Man, then you, sir, are the disgusting one, not me. <laughs> get your head in the game. <laughs> There's hearts and minds to win. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to become a subscriber of the show, please head to patreon.com slash boogie bumper. Uh, hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about what a macho man you are, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow our friends, Real Person PLTCS, ChrisMC44, Why Censored, UK Neil, Winning TV, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, Irrational Times, Joy of Pessy. Uh, I'll be tuning in later tonight to Nightwave Radios. Check out Nightwave. I'll be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, ladies and gentlemen, for the Wednesday edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Until then, stay calm, stay rational, stay fucking macho. And we'll see you next time. God bless. Bye-bye.